Unchained Rock Show, All Talk with Steve Harrison. You're listening to the Unchained Rock Show with me, Steve Harrison, Backstage Corporation, Sheffield, the Steel City. And uh, it seems to be an evening of uh, chatting to uh, rhythmic powerhouse bass thumpers. Here I am with Chris from Brutal. Hey, <laughs> yeah, good, man, good. Good, good, good. So, um, good to see you uh, guys uh, back uh, out on the road in the UK. It's been yeah. a bit of a hectic year for uh, it certainly you guys, has. hasn't it? Yeah, definitely, yeah. Pretty much since... Uh, Download as well was the kind of the I guess the big target of the yeah, year yeah. that we nailed. Um, I think we were all pretty happy with how it went. Yeah. Um, and then we've had you know a few odd gigs in between times just yeah. to get ready for tour and stuff yeah. like that. So it's been yeah, it's been good. It's good pacing, I say. Yes. For everything so far. <laughs> good pacing. That's yeah. what that's what I like to <laughs> like to hear. So I mean uh, this uh, this run of dates uh, with Cobra and the Lotus, uh, quite a nice little uh, support slot. And you had one earlier on in the year with. Devil, you know, yeah. which is uh, when I saw you guys here at this very same venue. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, a nice paced little uh, yeah, tour. Yeah, it is. Yeah, we've, we've, yeah, we've had a lot of fun this time around as well. It's yeah. been um, challenging from the weather and travel yeah. front just yeah. because of the fact that it's so cold now, especially when we went over to Ireland, it dropped to like yeah. minus eight or something at night. So, and our heating keeps playing up on the uh, thing <laughs> that we've got. So, it's been. You know the the, tra- the travel side's been up and down, but the, all the shows have been brilliant. And again, we've formed a good friendship with Cobra and the guys as well. So yeah. it's yeah, it's yeah. cool. Twenty seventeen, it's been a hectic year. You were heading for download. You sort of got the Golden Gods nominations. Albums being out about a year now, isn't it? Was it slightly? It was, yeah, it was a year. I believe on the twenty second. Yeah. No, that was the album launch. It was would have been the twenty fourth. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's been out over a year now. So we're sort of starting to wrap up the album cycle a bit yeah. now, and then um, yeah, we're going to start moving on to some new stuff yeah. so yeah yeah, it's next on the table uh, indeed did I lead into your next question indeed, yeah. <laughs> and that's it it's the usual sort of cliche questions you get out on tour you're doing that cycle everybody is always asking like well what about new, new music never satisfied with the stuff that's out now uh, it's always like everybody wants more it's that sort of fast paced quick turnaround what's the next always looking for the next yeah. thing I, I do tend to be of that, that sort of settled mind I like to appreciate what's there mm-hmm. um, but inevitably it's always you know so um, you've done that as you mentioned there the coming to the end of the cycle yeah. uh, your involvement with the band from a sort of clean start for uh, for, for 2018 yeah, yeah. so um, it will be yeah this will be the first um, the first lot of music that I've actually been actively involved in the writing process yeah. as well not just um, going out and playing live and putting my own spin on the original tracks it's yeah. actually time to get involved and so far uh, I, can't, I can't say too much no. but we have been all working collaboratively obviously we've got bit of distance issue yeah. obviously London's still quite a big place and everyone's spread out and yeah. up in Reading yeah. but um, obviously we've all got our own home studio yeah. type spaces to do stuff so we've all been working on bits and bobs so I'd say as a, as a hint if people like Deep then yeah. you'll really like where our stuff's going right yeah excellent that's uh, so that, I mean that's good to hear you just mentioned the, the R word there I spent a bit of time down in that neck of the woods uh, and in fact I lived in Maidenhead for a while yeah, yeah. so I was always venturing out into uh, Reading to yeah. Sub 89 yeah Sub 89 uh, and yeah. um it's got a right scene for sort of rock, metal, the like, I'm mm. thinking, let me have a think, sort of Malefis, Silosis, uh, and then sort of just up the road, uh, you know, sort of jet black, so the cross range yeah. of all sorts yeah. of uh, rock and uh, metal, as it yeah. were. So what is it about that neck of the woods that sort of... Uh, as I don't, it, as I it don't really know. I think, <laughs> I think it's got a lot to do with the... Um, the water. 
Yeah, just, and the scene that Reading used to be, it's not so much now, it's getting a bit influenced with London, because yes. we're getting quite big now, but yeah. um, it was, you know, the home of, like, you know, the Moshes, the Goths, all of that stuff. Yeah. So a lot of bands when I was growing up were, it was, you know, weekly band nights yeah. and shows and stuff like that, and, you know, bands just seem to, it all kind of happened at the right time, and yeah. it's kind of stuck, so... Reading's sort of well known for having, as you said, like the rock and metal scene. There, yeah, so. and probably the history from the the, the old uh, festival of the seventies that sort of as well. Yeah, that scene out. Yeah, really. like my my granddad was saying, he uh, he went there. He remembers going and seeing Led Zeppelin for like five quid, yeah. or something stupid. So um, it's always had that history there. Yeah, I think unfortunately, there a lot of the places are not getting the love they should yeah. nowadays. Yeah. Like it seems to have died down a little bit, but. Um, as I said, we played there earlier this year. I think it might have been, maybe it was last year, I can't remember. But uh, we played the Face Bar, which yeah. is like my old stomping ground with right. a lot of my old bands. Um, and I remember doing the Ox Jam right. festival that they do, the Ox Jam Reading Festival. Yeah. The last time I did it, obviously before I joined these guys and sort of became full-time with, with Brutai, I was in four bands in Reading right. and they were all playing on the same day so I had to hop from every venue oh, no. <laughs> um, right. I wouldn't change it for the world though because right. it's an experience but that the Oxjam's still going well so I went out earlier this year to see all the local like folk acts and stuff yeah. like that so it's still even if it is only a few times a year there is still something that you can go to and see loads of new yeah. bands which is good but yeah. not as band, much four bands at the same time that's an extensive yeah. repertoire and a lot, of re- <laughs> lot of rehearsals and a lot to remember yeah yeah so you're glad you're out of that and just like sticking with the one band or have you still, still got um, that sort of side project things yeah, going I'm on still, as well yeah I'm still involved with two of them yeah. um, uh, the the other one uh, of sort of a prog metal project with two of my really close friends and then I'm in a folk band as well yeah. just to level everything out because yeah. otherwise it would be metal 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 all the time yeah. so that keep, that gives me the other kind of outlay yeah. to play something different yeah. which is useful for a lot of musicians I yeah think, so. I totally agree with yeah. you there I mean what about what sort of uh, having different uh, outlays and, and outlets of uh, musical genres what were your sort of influences then that uh, obviously metal orientated that yeah. prog yeah. influences as well but what were what sort of, who influenced you and well, then uh, into like bands first and then well, players and then players. individual players yeah um, absolutely um Bands that I grew up with, obviously, as you say, is the rock and metal stuff. So yeah. it was all Nirvana, Deftones, System, yeah. all, all the classic bands that we all still listen to today. Yeah. Like we were today, yeah. like listening to some playlists and stuff. So because they're just classic and they don't go away. Absolutely. Um, but then getting into the prog stuff, I sort of found Dream Theater. Yeah. And bands like that, and then sort of retrospectively discovered Pink Floyd and all those bands. So got into those, and then sort of branched out when I was at uni to more jazz because yeah. there was a lot of jazz clubs where, yeah. I was, where I went to university yeah. um, which is good because Matt our drummer is a jazz influenced drummer right. as well yeah. um, and I think it all interweaves uh, like a lot of you, you might get some guys that say they just strictly like metal but yeah. I would say I would pretty much say they're lying because like being a musician you kind of have to soak everything up yeah absolutely yeah. Um, so we've all got quite an eclectic mix yeah. but, so it's a big a big list of bands like right. an artist for me but in terms of players, uh, the guy who pretty much fueled me throughout my teenagers stopped me pretty much getting into bands when I was 15 and 16 because they just wanted the classic stand at the back guy. All right, I found yeah. Billy Sheehan from Mr. Big. And I was like, no, I'm going to go at the front now and do yeah. some stuff. Um, <laughs> so uh, he's probably the biggest influence to me, but yeah. obviously all the players like Victor Wooten and um, classics. Quality, you know. yeah. um, and then 
Uh, Chai Cheng was probably the biggest influence for me in terms of bands yeah. with Deftones so when yeah. he died I was pretty devastated as well yeah. but hearing My Own Summer for the first time was actually the first song I heard that I wanted to play bass yeah. like listening to it um, so yeah it's a lot of different bands and artists but it kind of it all jumbles together yeah, yeah. indeed I know all the other guys would be exactly the same yeah because so. it always interests me in terms of um, uh, sort of individual musicians and the the um, instrument that they play about I started off sort of playing guitar way back in the early 80s and then he was listening to like the likes of Paul Gilbert had the shirt on mm-hmm. and you mentioned there Billy Sheen uh, Mr Big Dave just recently done the few dates in the UK yeah. I was very fortunate enough to have a chat with Billy Sheen and interviewed him for the station but I, I look at sort of uh, I've always looked across other genres and you mentioned jazz and mm-hmm. the more sort of um, and sort of I suppose really the Stu Hams of this world the yep. Randy Covens who was yeah, unfortunately yeah. the one that's passed away yeah. uh, and then the Jonas Helborg John McLaughlin that sort Jonas of Jonas Helborg was brilliant yeah. oh, uh, Michael wow. Manring is the master yeah, yeah, as well. I went to yeah. see him at the bass guitar show earlier this oh, year and I was wow. sat front row for him and met him and that was quite a magical experience actually yeah. he's such a, like a spiritual guy yeah um, but yeah there's just so many great players across all genres that's yeah. why I think I think the, sti- the stigma between for any instrument, like the old school stereotypes of how anyone plays, whether it's guitar, drums, bass, keys, sax, whatever yeah. it is, there isn't really anymore. I think people are just, they just play and yeah. they have their own styles. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, and yeah, I, I suppose, yeah, you're right. That, that sort of stigma, all that, okay, you're just a metal player and that's it. Like I say, you want to make sure that you uh, extend and expand your boundaries mm-hmm. uh, of your playing um, and then look citing those influences. But jazz always seems to have that sort of, you know, yeah. mm, you know jazz. Well, actually, yeah, just try listening to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And obviously, between us as well, um, there's a lot of similarities between dance music and metal we find as well so yeah. that because Henry actually DJs outside of this yeah um, and the other day we were driving I think it was the drive back from Scotland back down um, he was playing some of his mixes that he does right. and it was it was great you know because yeah. there's a lot of similarities between the rhythms and how everything yeah. very musical as well so yeah. Um, yeah we all like a lot of stuff but I think that's quite important yeah. when you're writing as well because you can draw on different influences so. yeah and as you say with the individual player stuff the guys have been nice enough to kind of give me that space as well yeah because when I first played with them at Techfest I was came in as I was just sort of stepping in yeah uh, very much just played the tracks as they were yeah but then a few more shows later they kind of sort of could see I was trying to stretch my wings a bit yeah and now we're all a unit together and yeah. we all get our spots which is great so, yeah, yeah yeah that is good uh, and of course uh, bringing your sort of um, flavour as it were to uh, the, the writing experience and the new music for the future yeah yeah um, we're definitely all working collaboratively yeah. um, and as I say the first time you still get a bit of teething so yeah. you don't know if you know if someone says I don't like that whether it's maybe we should try this or yeah. get rid of it yeah. like, so you have to kind of figure that stuff out but um yeah, no, so far so good. It's been a good experience and I think it will continue to be that way. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah. Well, certainly looking forward to uh, hearing more from uh, Brutai uh, and uh, certainly I uh, hope that the momentum will continue uh, ever to uh, get quicker and quicker for you guys through 2018 as well. So, Chris, cheers, man. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it.